welcome to State of Being. Happy Friday, everyone. And it is truly Friday at the time of this recording. I didn't intend on it, um, but as I'm recording this, it is a little bit past midnight. The collective energy this week, as well as last week, I have been having irregular sleep cycles, crazy dreams, can't sleep, and so I figured, you know what, I'm going to be spending my time connecting with you all because there's just so much to share. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking all about what astrology placements do I look at when working with my clients. This is a question that I get asked a lot. So I'm really excited to dig in, show you, take you a little bit behind the scenes of my process, what placements I work with when it comes to looking at a client's natal chart. Before we begin though, If you've been eyeing the Black Moon Lilith experience, it is one month long beginning in August. Enrollment is still open until August 1st, so if you're interested and curious to learn more, the link is in the podcast description to join. And when you join, 10% of the proceeds does goes to Women's Reproductive Rights Assistance Project. It's a beautiful nonprofit supporting women's reproductive rights and the other $200 will become credit for if you do decide to join my signature business program that is opening doors soon embody you business accelerator so stay tuned for that and i also want to mention when it comes to all things astrological transits Chiron and Aries just went into retrograde on July 19th, so a couple of days ago, and will move direct again um, of December 23rd of this year. So with this being said, some of the themes that might be coming up at this time is we are experiencing themes and patterns in our lives, in our business, where we are shown our self-worth or our relationship to our self-worth this is a time in our lives where we're going through an identity shift aries does rule themes of the identity and the physical body as well as the actions we choose or not choose to take action on so when it comes to this particular retrograde this chiron and aries retrograde Strengthening your relationship with your willpower, your sense of identity, releasing those patterns on your limiting beliefs, anything that holds you back from self-validation, from self-worthiness, now is a time to help clear them. So another thing that might be coming up is boundaries around relationships. There will be a lot of boundary lessons coming up as well during this time and depending on where Chiron and Aries retrograde falls upon your natal chart depending on which house which aspect it can also tell a lot about what types of boundaries are you learning to instill at this time 
themes of action taking again, not always looking for external validation outside of us before we make a decision. It's looking into our first instinct and trusting it. And this will be further solidified. All of this is prepping us, strengthening our willpower muscles for when the lunar nodes, the nodal axis, moves from Taurus and Scorpio to Aries and Libra starting of July next year. So now that I have all of that out of the way, let's talk about astrology placements that I look for when working with solopreneurs. So it's not limited to just this, but I will be showing you a tidbit. And the first thing that I want to be talking about that I believe is especially important, and this also represents the highest aspirational point, our brand, our public image. It is our midheaven. It's our MC. And the midheaven placement, depending on where it is, on which sign it is in your chart, it helps to display the attributes the archetypal themes of playing that um, character and all of the different placements that's in your birth chart is already within you. And some of them might be dormant. Some of them might be activated. It's up to us to tap into what we have in our birth chart and utilize them and leverage them in the best way possible that benefits both us, our higher selves, and also makes an impact Um, is of service to the world. So with the Midheaven, this is a placement in which it allows your audience to trust you. And I love utilizing the Midheaven placements, looking at what's showing up for the client when it comes to like branding colors, aesthetic, textures, visual communication, and the Midheaven placement works beautiful when it comes to utilizing this in their business and when it comes to also like the energy the vibe the presence like a midheaven and aries placement branding is going to look a lot different it's much more bolder there might be more deep reds Um, i think of like textures of like the leather jacket being extremely unapologetic and acting on instinct and it's like a very like fiery energy that we can utilize if this is your midheaven placement versus let's say for example a midheaven placement in let's say libra so libra is more venusian it's more um, balanced there's probably lighter colors it's softer in texture so these are all of the different qualities that we can utilize when we look at the highest point of our natal birth chart. Most of us are super comfortable with um, displaying the attributes and the energies of our rising sign, our ascendant. And I've been getting a lot of um, feedback from clients where the midheaven placement embodying the attributes of that it doesn't feel as natural as embodying the attributes of their rising sign and this is something to be expected regardless of how comfortable we are embodying certain attributes and different placements in our natal chart all of these different placements 
like I said before, they all represent a part of you. And they all can serve a different purpose and be of advantage for not only yourself, but for the people that you can truly help and support. And a lot of these placements, like the Midheaven, it's truly untapped and it can be leveraged. And moving into shadow placements. So I have a Scorpio stellium with a lot of eighth house. Can you really blame me for really finding the value in doing the shadow work, confronting what we are most afraid of in order for us to move forward, in order for us to truly show up and embody that self-assuredness, self-acceptance, which naturally, as a side effect, is confidence. So the placements that I look at with a client's chart is their Saturn placement, where is their Saturn placed, their Lilith placement, as well as Chiron. I call these the three shadow placements. It's not just limited to this, but these are the three most um, significant placements that I see in a natal chart when we're talking about shadow work and the shadow self. These are the parts of ourselves that we might feel restriction around, feel limitation. And because of that, we develop certain coping mechanisms that may or may not be helpful in our business that might keep us from moving forward, from helping us hit our next milestone. And specifically moving into Chiron, Chiron tells me what kind of work that you may have a gift in supporting your ideal clients around. Usually, oftentimes, the thing in which most plagues us and something that we are very well aware of that's not comfortable and something that we have to work through because Chiron will show up regardless if we want to or not, whether through grace or force, oftentimes through force, And for example, my Chiron is in Leo and what I found my career transition and the way my journey has evolved in my work is oftentimes I attract clients that are afraid of being fully visible online and it is in the third house. So how do I communicate my work and let myself fully be seen, be unapologetic How do I let my messaging be my truth? How do I speak my truth in such a way where it displays me, myself, my soul in a very authentic, soul-aligned way? So some of the things that I work with is like your messaging alone, like what's your marketing messaging strategy? Um, How do you speak to your audience? How do you hold space for your clients? How do you communicate in a way that establishes that trust and creates safety with your community? So this is something that Chiron can highlight and illuminate for you. And also Saturn can represent both our boundaries, our limitations, and our barriers when it comes to both our life and our business. And it also, when we work through them, when we work through Saturn, even though it's uncomfortable, what structures, what necessary structures and containers do we need to have in place or consider 
for it to be supportive for us and our business long term. Saturn can point to that. And I oftentimes do look at Saturn in a client's chart when we're thinking of like, is it a group container, a one-to-one, is it smaller offers? And that is co-collaborating with Mercury placements. Mercury ruling how we think, how we communicate, our style of communication. This is where I embed a little bit of human design and gene keys as well, looking at your conscious Mercury gate as well as sign and house. So because this represents our our style of communication, oftentimes what I find online is a lot of people, they look towards someone that they admire in the industry and it's like a cookie cutter. Oh, if I just like share my work and communicate to my audience the same way that this person does, I'm going to experience the same results in my business. And more oftentimes than not, that's not the case. It doesn't happen that way. And with Mercury, it's really a practice in embracing our natural communication style, not feeling ashamed of it, and really taking advantage of that and owning it, leaning into what is already inherently true for ourselves and how we feel comfortable communicating. Because if you're not comfortable communicating and you have to force yourself to speak a different in a different way, it's going to come off weird. And people are going to pick up on that. Your prospects are going to pick up on that. And it's going to create that energetic misalignment. Another thing that I also look at is your North Node and your South Node. Your North Node and your South Node, they're representative of are you in alignment with the lessons that you're here to learn in this lifetime? And oftentimes it is reflected through our place of work, especially if you have a lot of significant six house placements. Um, I love looking at the second house. I love looking at the sixth house. Second house being of what we value. It also does represent money. Second house and eighth house placements. I will look at in a client's chart to dictate and kind of get a read on how they best receive money, how they best attract money because it's different for um, different clients. And then when bringing back the North and South node, what I do find is, so money is a side effect when your energy is aligned to creating fulfilling work, creating a structure, a business foundation for yourself where it does create that sense of purpose, that sense of, wow, like, Although I go through challenges in my life, although I go through challenges in my business, this is something where I feel like on a soul deep level, this was meant for me. And when you are creating a business with the lessons in mind of your North Node, taking what you've already mastered with your South Node from previous lifetimes, depending on your spiritual beliefs, This can be extremely helpful when we're thinking about what kind of business are we building? Because the end goal, yes, creating that prosperity, that financial stability and wealth, but it's also about 
Are we learning our important life lessons? Every single North and South Node pairing carries specific themes for that individual. And I see all of these placements. It's not, um, I didn't include like all of the different <laughs> placements that I look at yet, but these are some of the placements, the most significant ones that I do look at when we are talking about a person's natal chart. And ultimately, the big question is, all of these different pieces that makes you you and helps you connect with that deeper part of yourself, what you've came here, what you've agreed upon when you signed that soul contract, came here in this lifetime to learn, is a foundation of your business supportive of that? That's the big question. And we tap into the energetics, create a integrative, mindful, holistic business strategy, incorporating both structure, yang energy, and yin, being receptive to allowing the energies of our natal chart to help us unfold, going on that journey, trusting the journey in which we build our business, how much opportunities, how much life opens up for us when we step into an alignment of using our natal chart for our business. So these are some of the things that I want us to think about and consider when looking at ways in which we can incorporate certain placements in our chart when we are thinking about building our business. And so I will leave you with that. Today is a shorter episode and please stay tuned for next Friday in which I dive in a little bit deeper. And if you are interested in joining my signature business program, it is three months long. Doors will open soon in August. You can get on the waitlist by clicking on the link in the show notes below. I will talk to you soon. Take care.